Hello, I'm Craig Constantine. Welcome. This is the Podcaster Community Show, short conversations that are not just about podcasting because I like to take the scenic route. My guest today is Matthew Jensen. Welcome, Matt. How are you? I am doing well. Thanks for having me. My pleasure. Thanks for... I call this the battle of thank yous every time. (laughs) It's one of my favorite parts because I really enjoy... Uh, and you and I talked before, you know, everybody knows this by now, unless you're, this is your first episode. Hey, welcome. We talk a little bit beforehand and I tell, you know, people, I really just love the part that happens between record and stop. I love the interaction. Um, I think there's, um, this is, I think self-evident, but there's a lot of magic in understanding somebody else and getting to figure out how they think and what, one way to do that is to like, see what interests them. You know, you're like, Oh, I love this. I love that. And then see where their mind goes. Um, I think probably the thing that would be fun to pull on today is I'm curious about what your experience has been. So in your show, what your experience has been, uh, I'm going to say bringing on a co-host cause we're just going to say it's all yours. So when you're brought on a co-host, what was like the biggest, Ooh, I wasn't expecting this new challenge. And maybe what was the biggest, oh, this got much easier when you had that second person involved. Well, I I came to this totally blind, basically, like a lot of people. And when I first started it, I think I, I did three or four episodes, and it was just talking to friends about what they what they did or what they, you know, thought about certain topic topics in a long form. And uh, one of my friends, who's an experienced podcaster, kind of threw out the idea that. Um, he really enjoyed the conversations that we had in person. And if there was some way to bring that online, that would be a cool thing. So yeah, I, I think a lot of people think that they're maybe not that interesting, but there's, um, there's always aspects of, of yourself that people find really interesting. Mm-hmm. And uh, Mike, who's my co-host, he's a, experienced podcaster has done, I think about 200 episodes of long form interviews. So, uh, we just started talking and then what we have now is we just talk about say current events, how they might affect the future. And Mike as not a subject matter expert in the areas that I am ask a lot of questions and tries to learn. So it's, it's been fun. I think that's a great mix. Uh, what's the name of your podcast? Podcast is the new next. Sweet. And where can people find it? I'm assuming it's in all the directories. You can find it on, I think it was the new next, uh, com is where you can find them on the web or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Yep. Um, <laughs> somewhere recently I, I started getting like this commercial idea in my head where I feel like I always need to like have a plug for the guests thing when I'm doing <laughs> the show. I don't know. Um, Craig was dropped on his head a lot tends to talk about himself in the third person. <laughs> Me too. Do you, do you, <laughs> uh-oh, this is going to get bad. Do you think that, um, I, guess, uh, I don't have a co-host, so I'm, this is, I'm curious about this. Do you have a balance to like which of you brings the topics to the table? Like do you spend time like whiteboarding figuratively or literally this is what next week's episode is going to be or like I'm in my head I'm imagining there's a new TV sh- new ish TV show with Jon Stewart and they have like the behind the scenes you know the the writers are in a room and they have a whiteboard <clears> and they're like boom post a nose and they're playing with the <laughs> dog and I'm just wondering like do you guys get together in person do you work virtually how do you decide what the show's going to be about or is it just a complete and we're pressing record 
I would say that it's tilted towards the complete just press record in many aspects, but Mike and I are friends too. So we'll, we'll exchange things that we think that we're interested about. And, um, I'm technically already prepared because I'm either doing it as part of my career or something that I'm, and you know, really interested in and learning about. Um, sometimes we talk about topics. So there's, it's, it's, it's really at, at the deepest part, we'll have maybe a list. And these are, these are things that we thought that might be interested to, to talk about, but we're, it's very, Loose. not organized <laughs> yeah oh don't say disorganized say free-flowing or yeah, dynamic free-flowing. right <laughs> so it's you know it's kind of i really like how mike interviews mm-hmm. um you know for s- someone that i know it, it's i really enjoy talking to him so it's basically like two friends talking about what they what they like we we do have a couple of listeners too that will send in questions and um Mike will either, if if it goes to Mike, he'll either let me know beforehand, but usually it's a surprise. Hmm. And on top of that, too, we recently started up a um, <clears throat> submit form on a website where you can basically add questions and maybe we'll get to them if that's something that we want to touch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we reserve the right to not publish your insane commentary <laughs> disguised as a question. I, I can only imagine. Do you think that um, it's it's my all right, so my concern for myself is like yeah, it's the Craig Show, you know, like it it I have how could I be somebody else? I don't know, I'm not an actor, and I'm just wondering if you guys try to push. Um, grammar not push each other necessarily but do you try to push yourselves to like show up in a different way or to like challenge yourself to say well i've had a million conversations with this other person already you know i'm going to try and go deeper or i'm going to try and skip the things that are light because i really want to get his take on this deeper part so i'm just wondering have you guys played with that the we'll call that like depth of how you interact i i think that i like to push Mike a little bit more to share what he thinks about because, because Mike views himself as maybe the more the host that asks the questions. And, um, I like the back and forth, like just because he's not necessarily a subject matter expert. Mm. I think that brings out kind of our best conversations is when he's actively learning something or has different perspectives on stuff. So, it's it's still a work in progress and like like everything right um (laughs) we're not really sure where it's gonna go but it's 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 fun to talk to someone that i think is equally interested in the topics that we talk about um and i'm i mean i'm a a nerd about them and i've been obsessed with them for years so for me too it's a a really good learning experience of how to communicate stuff like that to someone who's not necessarily a subject matter expert. I'm scribbling frantically. Um, (laughs) I, I think, so you mentioned uh, getting some feedback and some questions from listeners and, and I'm, I'm thinking about, do you guys 
um, I want to say like a debrief. Like, do you do you take the time after you've done the thing to do like the hot after action report? Like, you know, you slap the headphones off and you go, that sucked, you know, and do you do that? Or, you know, maybe it was great, but, but do you do like an immediate hot take of what your first person subjective experience of it was? And, and then maybe do you like listen and go back later? I'm just wondering like how much you try to close, if at all, do you try and close the loop uh, to like take as much advantage of having that other person, you know, in the mix. So like, I'm, I'm mostly working by myself. I'll ask you for feedback at the end of we press stop. Mm-hmm. Um, but beyond that, you know, I don't have a chance really to work with you, you know, over and over and over. So this seems like an opportunity You're like, Oh, here's a person that I can do all these different scales of feedback loops with. I, I would say it's a little bit more informal. Like a, a lot of the recording that we do is later at night. So, um, just cause I have, I have young kids and both of us work, but so if we're ending at 10 30, sometimes I'm, I'm like, Oh, I'm, I'm tired. I just need <laughs> to go. That's great. Mike. Yeah. <laughs> yeah right. just the energy's <laughs> like at two. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, otherwise we'll, we'll talk for a couple of minutes. Um, sometimes there's things that we think of during the conversation that were, it's, it's a topic that we might want to talk about more in depth in the future. Like, uh, let's see what yesterday at yesterday we had lunch with one of our podcasting fans and, um, we, uh, one of the things that we were talking about was hydrogen fuels for shipping. And we took a note about that and we'll talk about it in the future, but there, there's stuff like that sometimes where we'll write it down or add it to a kind of informal list. Um, sometimes Mike with his more experience is like, Hey, will you cut that part out? And then usually, usually, even if I'm going to, I, I say that I won't. So, but, uh, <laughs> Oh, that's rude. <laughs> Shots fired. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, no, it's, um, we'll, we'll like text back and forth during the week about stuff. And it's, it's really informal at this point. And I think, both of us are getting used to working together on it. So we're trying to figure out, I, I guess more standards and practices of how we move forward. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but really it's, it's kind of two friends having conversations like we would normally. Um, yeah, I can think of about 17, maybe not 17. I bet you I could think of seven different ways that I could, oh, I could play with that. The idea huh. of having a co-host is like, all right, we're going to do cold shows where we don't know what we're talking about. And one of us brings the topic and one of us does homework and we try to find things where none of us are matter, uh, subject matter experts or ones where we both are. Or yeah, we try to do the whole show in pig Latin and see who loses it first. <laughs> Lots of ways to play with the medium. Well, we've talked about eventually having... I would say maybe live zoom calls with um, people that watch the podcast and just have them throw out uh, mm. questions too. So we'll, we'll see how that would work, but <laughs> sounds like it would be interesting. It, it depends. It depends on how <laughs> quick everybody is at being nimble and, and being able to figure out what's the next best thing to say. And video adds a whole nother level of complexity to it that I intentionally don't want to go anywhere in there. <laughs> it's hard enough to, well, and when you're recording remotely, it's hard enough to jam the audio through the internet and get a good quality out of it. And yeah. Zoom is a nightmare, but I mean, Zoom's <laughs> great for video conferencing, like when you just want to talk to someone, but 
So when it comes to podcasting, it's like, whew, world of hurt. Uh, what else? Anything I'd have? So I often say having a conversation with Craig is like having a stroll down Broadway in New York city. There's like 900 side streets. There's pretzel vendors, my personal nemesis in New York city. There's all these things going on. And a lot of times I'm choosing and pointing and you don't, you know, the guests are just kind of like, yeah, where are we going? So I'm like anything and I've gone by that you wanted to take a peek down an alley or a side street a little bit more in detail. Well, I was just kind of curious, you, you obviously run the community and you have uh, a lot of experience podcasting. What are some of your thoughts on co-hosts and maybe like stuff that you've learned through other people that you think that it would be good for myself and other people to consider? Uh, that's a good question. I, <laughs> first of all, I don't. <clears throat> I'm like, have I? Well, I've never done shows where I've had, oh, well, actually, that's not true. Or generally, I haven't done shows where I've had a co host, certainly not like a regular series of them where I've had the same person. Um, but I'm going to say it is extremely useful to have another person who's intimately familiar with like your show and what you're doing. So I have a production assistant, a good friend of mine, uh, who is in charge of, she's actually called the guest's advocate. It's a Doctor Who joke, like, you know, she cares, so I don't have to. I care, but that's the joke. And her job is to, like, know the guests for the for another show that I have and, like, to figure out when they're available and do all that. And uh, I'm getting to a point, listeners, who are rolling their eyes. The conversations that I have with her, like, off mic, where we're going somewhere and we're talking about, what'd you think of that? How did that go? What about this topic? Why didn't I ask this question? Or next Tuesday is this person. So I haven't had a co-host, but I can tell you if you have somebody who is as crazy, like insanely passionate about the thing that you're doing, that's only going to get better. The more that you talk to that person, be they a co-host or a PA or whatever, the mm-hmm. more you get a chance to talk about them in like a, yeah, we're not doing anything here. We're not recording. But what'd you think of that? What'd you think of this? What have you seen that you thought would be a good addition to our show? You know, what are we doing that we should take out? Um, so my prediction is that that'll only get better the more you talk about it off mic. Uh, so that's the first thing that I thought of. Uh, rapport is another thing, and uh, rapport can cut either way. Uh, I'm just thinking of like you know the classic radio jockey and the mm-hmm. sidekick. You know, like when yeah. they get it dialed in, it's just funny. You know, or, or like it's really good. Or, but when you think about um, you know, a classic TV show person doing interviews uh, or a newscaster, they usually operate by themselves. The morning shows, then they do, oh, we want some light, witty banter, but we want to get serious. Um, you usually want to bring in some outside person and then you have a two-on-one if you have a co-host. So that it, it, the rapport is good, but it can also make an inside-outside or an us-them kind of thing when you yeah. bring in another person. So that would be, those are two things that I like if I had a co-host, on a show that needed a co-host, I'd be like, that would be what I would be most interested in, in digging into those two things. Yeah. That's a, a interesting perspective on the inside outsider for interviews. If you have two people, I've, <clears throat> I've definitely seen other podcasts where <clears throat> I've, I've kind of picked up on that. It's subtle, right? I mean, it, it yeah. can be really subtle, but it really matters. Yeah. I've had, so, um, I've done, a, a lot of people who listen, blah, 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 blah. we don't need to do the Craig braggy thing. Um, but I've had conversations where oh, the, 
the best ones, the most fun ones are when you get people who are partners, you know, like husband, wives or boyfriend, girlfriend or, or whatever, huh. get people in a relationship, give them two microphones, rather I travel with enough gear to do three guests, <laughs> give people who are in a close personal relationship microphones. Oh, it's so great. You ask them questions. Like some of my shows have like a standardized question and you ask them a question, you know, like, and they look at each other. And, and like, you can, you can tell so much about a relationship, like one will look at the other and then the other one will like a thing. And then there's a little like glimmer. And then one of them will leap on the sword to go first. And it's like, there's so much that happens when people have rapport. Yeah. And I think it's way more fun to bring people who have, you know, like bring in people who have rapport. And then for me to get a chance to like swim in their swimming pool, to go interact with them. Mm -hmm. um, but that's why I'm thinking like, oh, it'd be interesting to see what it's like to find somebody with rapport and then bring people in. I could talk all day. Uh, th the other thing I will say is um, it just turns out that the person that I work with for the other project, um, you know, I'm a 5'11", 230 pounds, you know, guy, and she's like a five foot, small, slight female, and we're both married to other people, you know, so like we, and we work a lot together, we get along really well. And it, that changes the dynamic with the guest, because like, if I come to your house and ring the doorbell. And it's like, oh, it's two people. Like, you know, these these are obviously professional people coming to do a thing. And so having that second co-host could also be a really good way to make that other person feel comfortable. It's just going to depend on the, dy the dynamic you and the, well, that's a hard word to say, the dynamic you and your huh. co-host have. Um, so there's so many ways that you could slice that. And I, I, I think you're going to have a blast slicing that a bunch of different ways. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, we... Like you said, like having someone that you can talk to about different stuff, especially for me, someone who's done it for a long time, uh, is, is really nice. Like I, I, I learned so much and, um, someone who's been on your podcast too, Kathy Cox with the knowledge for caregivers podcast, she listens to ours also, and she will give us feedback, which is always mm -hmm. really nice because it's coming from a fellow podcaster that's also very knowledgeable and creates, you know, a, a podcast that I, I personally really like. So that's, it's, it's been nice for me having basically a community already hmm. and, and, you know, podcasters community is cool too, because I've asked questions on there before <laughs> and people like, have they really dogpile with the answers i just like yeah it's back great it's just like wow, 30 people show up with like 30 different ideas and you're just like whoa that'll teach me not to ask first <laughs> when i have the question <laughs> but it's it's really good like i i think it it limits the scare factor for doing something yeah. like this yeah and it's it's been really helpful uh to people are just like jump in and do it whatever way that you can because you'll learn by doing it. Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. Um, let's see. That last segment was your question. Any other questions? That was a pretty good uh -huh. one. What else you got? Uh, let's see. Why, why did you start the podcaster community? Um, I started the podcaster community in 2019 was its first incarnation. Um, because I was, um, I was a solo podcaster, like working all by myself. And I had done like 30 or 40 episodes of a particular show. And then I took this podcasting, I took a podcasting course If people don't know what we're talking about. There's a podcasting course, which has nothing to do with the podcaster community that we're talking about. So I took this course 
And I was in basically this virtual space with like 500 people who were rapidly passionate about podcasts. I was like, you know, like losing sleep because it was so cool. And I'm like, I ripped my whole show apart and rewrote the intro and it was awesome. And about four weeks into what's like a seven weeks of course material and then two more months, about four weeks in, I went, what's going to happen when this ends? <laughs> because I realized how awesome it was to get, to get to be on a journey with other people who were going the same place. Yeah, um, you know, in this case, learning the podcast, I was ahead of the curve, but I was having just as much fun doing all the lessons about, you know, how to do your intro, how to do your trailer. Um, so that's what made me like, I'm a, I'm a systems builder. I, I build things, I build communities, I've been doing that forever. So I'm like, Ooh, let's build this thing. So the first one didn't, the first incarnation didn't work long story. Um, not entirely my fault, but anyway, but this recent one, when I did it again in June, I just think what happened was now when I did it, there were hundreds and hundreds or maybe even thousands of people who have now had a chance to meet me in the virtual, those education spaces. And then when I said, Hey, I made this, like people went, okay, you know, and like came over and logged in um, and that bootstrapped the community. So for me, it was literally, and I say this a lot, it's just an excuse for me to create a space where I, where I know that I can go find people who are rabid about the same topic that I'm rabid about. It's the exact same story that you were just saying about, like, I went there and I had a question and they answered it. And um, so it's super fun. I was, I just posted a question, like in a private message about this periodical I was looking for that's in the art uh, art criticism realm. And there's mm -hmm. like a podcaster who does that. And I messaged him and he sent me some things and I'm just like, I would never have been able to find that answer, you know, or a couple of breadcrumbs if I hadn't had access to you know, these hundreds of podcasters who were just like, Oh yeah, I, I happen to know that. Um, so it was just about finding a group of others who were going the same place as me or thinking about going the same place. So. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. That makes a big difference. Having people that you can <laughs> talk about and <laughs> The Run. other one, war stories, right? Like people are yeah, like, totally. is anybody else getting spammed by, you know, and like there's the lit because if you're all the people who are podcasters are going rolling their eyes, but people who don't know when you become a podcaster, your email address winds up getting out published in the wild. And all of a sudden you start getting all these, you know, it's just like, so that we run them up the flagpole. Hey, I got this thing. Is this crap or what's going on? And they're like, oh, we all got that. Just ignore it. You know? <laughs> so it's, it's, it's kind of like the teacher's lounge sort of thing where everyone's just like, all right, where are the donuts? Uh, and we do, we have like virtual get togethers. We meet once a month and just chew the fat and stuff. So, all right. But I'm watching our time slip away as much as I hate to say it every time. Uh, I think that's probably a great place for us to stop, Matt. Um, I think, uh, yeah. Any parting words? Well, thanks for having me. And my pleasure. Now we do yeah. the thanks, the, the battle of the thanks again. Battle of the thanks. What a delightful problem to have, right? All Definitely. right. Have a great day, Matt. Bye. Bye.